Hello, and welcome back to Solutions Pod, where we talk to some amazing people who are focusing on solutions for the environment, health, and our communities. I'm your host, Jay Harvey Lewis, and today we are joined by our awesome co-host, Anastasia Vasovic, and today we have the pleasure of speaking with Airline Van Genuchen, who has spent a lot of time working on many of the smaller solutions for sustainable living that add up to massive changes in her 365 Sustainable Decisions Challenge. We got to talk to Airline back in August, right after she had completed her year-long challenge, and it looks like after almost 500 days, she's still going. So Mm -hmm. Airline, (laughs) it's really great to talk to you again. I love to talk to you again as well. And it's true, things are still going on and growing and yeah, wonderful things are happening. Excellent. I'm, I'm just, every time I see that you're still going on the blog, it's like, when is she going to run out of ideas? But that's really fabulous. <laughs> so, um, Airline, you, you have a background in psychology as well as technology as a um, penetration tester um, yep. for security. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how um, you went about doing the 365 uh, Sustainable Decisions Challenge and how your background in those areas specifically helped to kind of guide you um, in this big marathon of sustainable solutions? Yeah. Yes, um, so it's true. Um, my, I did a PhD in psychology and after my PhD, I worked for several years as a penetration tester. And for those who don't know, um, a penetration tester is an ethical hacker or a white hat hacker. And that is a hacker who, for example, looks at websites to see whether there are security vulnerabilities or security holes. And instead of, of course, for example, stealing data or so, we report these issues to our customers so that they can close these holes before the bad guys come along and, for example, steal data. And the methodology that I learned by doing these penetration tests, they really helped me doing my uh, challenge because when I do a penetration test, I look at, for example, a website to find security holes and then also come up with ideas of what they can do to close these holes. And when I started doing my challenge, I noticed that I can almost do exactly the same thing in my daily life. And instead of finding security holes, I can find what I call sustainability holes. So find something that is not optimal yet from a um, sustainability point of view, and then come up with ideas on how I can improve this so that it becomes more environmentally friendly. And that, that's the part that really helped me on coming up with these ideas on what I can do in daily life. And my psychological background really helped me with sharing my experiences, because what I found out is that it's very important to do actions or take actions, but with the right mindset and the right knowledge, et cetera, it becomes so much easier. And that's why I also started to share these in general psychological point of view to make it easier for others to do the same. Awesome. I've been thinking through, through your journey online and um, there's so many ideas and tips and solutions and the way you present them is, is very original and very interesting and it kind of makes you feel involved. It, it makes you want to participate. Um, so you've been living this lifestyle for a very long time and I really wonder whether you have some favorite you know, sustainable living solutions and tips, maybe something that really stands out to you. Mm-hmm. 
yeah so um yeah i indeed have over 440 um, by now so um there are so many that work really well for me because i keep up many of them a few that i really like are for example that i built a compost bin a while ago that i put in my um, little garden and ever since i've been composting my uh, food waste or the leftovers instead of putting them in the garbage um, and yeah the a nice story there as well is that one day there was a potato growing in there as well which i actually harvested and ate <laughs> so that was amazing and um, i'm saving a huge amount of water by doing different things like having a shorter shower don't not put in the tap open completely by capturing the water that flows down uh, away in the beginning whilst the water is heating up to rinse the bath after, afterwards, for example, or even flush the toilet, whatever. Um, and yeah, that's, that's such a habit that um, I do it every day. And when I keep on doing this every day, I really see the difference, both on a water level, of course, but also on a financial level, which is a, another good thing a nice side effect yeah um i i think that one of the things that really stuck out to me um when we were talking last time is just how much some of these little decisions um can add up like um i don't know if, if you could remind me that'd be great but like even a google search that takes like the same amount of energy as like what is it like four minutes of like having your light turned on or something like that or is mm -hmm. it four hours <laughs> I don't know. I didn't research it. I think uh, it's more like four minutes because okay. I can't imagine it four hours, but still, yeah, that's. Uh... Yeah. So, so these things, um, they really do add up and just like, um, and I really appreciate um, how many of them that you have, have really gone through. I think it's easier for people as they're like looking into like the human impact of like what we're doing to the environment and and oh my gosh, like how many Google searches did I just do? And, you know, maybe I did a hundred Google searches when I was like looking for like something in sustainability. So it can get overwhelming. And I'm kind of curious, like with your background in psychology, like, um, and just noticing some of your, your blog posts recently, what is, what are some of the like advice you can give people who are just really feeling like overwhelmed and exhausted and like, I don't know, just sort of, they want to do this, but it just seems like too hard for them to keep up with. Yeah. Um, I can completely understand that feeling and um, what I know from my um, psychological background and my experience that it is important to start with something that is, that is easy to do. Because when it's easy, then you can implement it in your daily life and soon you don't have to think about it. Um, because some feel that if they make a start, it means that, for example, they can never drive a car anymore or they are never allowed to eat meat again. And of course that helps, but there are so many different ways to make a difference and so many things that are maybe easier to um, adopt in daily life and to keep on doing it. And um, yeah, I suggest to, for example, look at my items and just pick for, for a start three things that you think, yes, that's something I can definitely do in my daily life and just do them at least a week so that they can become a habit. And then when you feel comfortable, you can look up, look up, look for more ideas that you can implement in daily life as well after the others already became a habit. Yeah, that, that's a really good uh, tip. I, I, 
talk to a lot of people about gardening because gardening is one of the ways that we can be more sustainable. And so many people mm -hmm. will say, oh, I just don't have a green thumb. And it's like, well, what plants did you try to grow? And they'll say, oh, well, I tried to grow tomatoes. And it's like, well, why don't you start with a cactus? Here, let me give you a cactus. You can't kill that. Yeah. And then after you experience the success and you know get comfortable with it, then add the more challenging things. Yeah. And what I like about your example as well is um, I have basil, uh, basil, basil at home and um, I use it for quite a while and at some point the plant dies and I still don't know why, whether it's because of cold or too much water or too little or whatever. So it's not optimal but that, that the plant dies, but before that it lives quite a while. So even though it's not perfect, it's already better than nothing and it's already making a difference. So I think in addition to taking small steps, it's important to be uh, not to be too harsh with yourself and not to expect from yourself to be perfect. And even though I've been doing so many things, I openly admit that I'm not perfect either. And I don't plan to ever become perfect because I would not be able to live normally anymore. But by doing many things, it's already making a huge difference. It's very um, important to not punish yourself because if you're reinforcing yourself with this um, fear and negativity, then you don't really enjoy doing it. You're doing it because you feel like you have to or you feel responsible, uh, but it's not the right motivation. So I think it's very important, yeah, as you mentioned, to not put too much pressure on yourself and kind of enjoy the process. Um, exactly. And not get exhausted as well, because when you go, when you start running and you plan to run a marathon, then you also don't go for a marathon on day one. You first go for a walk, for example, and then a week later you start running for a few hundred meters and you grow slowly into running a marathon. And that's with sustainable living as well. You don't have to implement everything at once. Just start slowly and it's already making a difference. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, I think I think a lot of people, they see on the media all these big goals and they kind of think that they have to start with those straight away. They, I don't think there is maybe enough emphasis on the smaller steps that you should take before you can kind of, as you said, run the marathon. Um, yeah. I was speaking to people within our community or Nature Hub and a lot of people these days, obviously due to the pandemic, um, they do mention that money is one of the big factors why they want to start living more sustainably. And it's interesting, you mentioned that a lot as well, that uh, on your blogs and, and even now in the conversation, you did say that it's a great way to save money. So I was wondering whether throughout your experience, maybe you've done, you've excluded certain items and you don't buy them anymore. And you've realized, actually, I never actually need these items. I don't, I don't want them anymore. Could mm -hmm. you name yeah so for example last year and that was an item as well and i think i'll do that the same thing this year is that i didn't buy any new clothes because i have clothes that look really well i'm now also more experienced that even if they um, don't look good again how i can improve it or to make sure that they stay l looking good for a lot longer so that definitely makes a difference and um, I've also invested in some products that are um, longer lasting. For example, I'm wearing these slippers now. And before that, I was wearing slippers that only lasted me one season. And these costed three times as much, but they last already several seasons and they look still quite new. So I will be able uh, to continue wearing them for a lot longer. So in the beginning, it was a small investment, but it will save me a lot of money in the long run, just to name a few. 
Yeah, that's a really important piece. Uh, yeah, just the the fast fashion industry is is really taking a toll when when our when we're getting these like awesome new looking clothes and then you know they start falling apart after a year, mm-hmm. and um, it's hard to it's hard to to see that that difference. Um, you know, until you until you like get like really high quality um, clothes and, mm-hmm. and and start saying, well, wow, this this shirt has has now lasted me five ten years and um, it still yeah. looks good. So it can make a huge difference. And the interesting thing is that, um, yeah, it, it is, um, as you said, see, and now also a little bit on the top of my mind because two weeks ago I published a course, especially focusing on how to save money by living more environmentally, friend- environmentally friendly. And I, in this course, give a lot of examples, but also principles that are very general so that it makes it uh, that makes it easier for you to come up with ideas that work for you in your daily life. And um, after I finished um, explaining all these examples, I was curious how much I actually saved only by doing these examples. And I calculated that it was about seven and a half thousand euros, which is about $10,000 a year. And that was only these examples. And I'm doing more, obviously, um, which is when I calculated about three months working for my employer, which means it saves also a lot of time because I still have the same amount of money and I can invest three months of work in other things I love, which is my sustainability work. So it, make, it makes a big difference for both the environment and myself in this case. Wow, three months, that's, that's really incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and as you said, <laughs> Time is really money too, so it's like, yeah, we might not have to to be working overtime if if we just like start saving a little bit, being being nice to ourselves too. I mean, um, mm-hmm. yeah, and it's it's actually amazing. You know, you don't even have to buy like new clothes. Like a lot of people will, like I found some really amazing things just at a thrift store. But it, it it's so true. Like uh, I think the average person is is spending quite a lot of money every year on, on clothes and um, yeah, just, just getting something that will last a little longer is such mm-hmm. an important thing. So mm-hmm. um, what do you think it's going to take to, to make these things more mainstream? Because I mean, as you've already talked about, like this, this ends up saving you time and money as you grow into this lifestyle, you start, it, it kind of starts to become a more natural thing. Just like when you start, you know, you don't want to jump into a marathon, but after you, after you've been running for a while, you, you kind of, start to recognize how to breathe and you know how to mm-hmm. how to how to get yourself motivated but what is it going to take for us to um to make this thing like fully fully mainstream mm-hmm. yeah so i believe that there is some kind of tipping point and a different tipping point that we normally talk about in climate change a tipping point where it becomes normal and um and comparison i like is i don't know whether it was in your country as well but in the netherlands and in germany where i live it used to be um common that people smoked and it was even cool when you smoked however and that that was when i was a, a kid these days it's the other way around it's very uncool when you smoke so during these years, it developed in certain ways so that it changed. And I think that is also important in the, in the way we live. Now it's maybe still a little bit 
a little bit uncommon. Maybe some people find it uncool or not necessary or whatever. But when more and more people start to adopt such a lifestyle, then it becomes normal to do it this way. And people, when they behave like this, are being a good example automatically because people look at each other, how others are behaving, right? So that's also the case here. And then people look at how they're doing it. They start doing it themselves as well. Be a good examples to others as well, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah, try trying to find ways to make um, sustainability cool and and just uh, like spreading that positive energy. I like I, I like um, I, I read about uh, one of your blogs recently um, talking about like climbing, you know, up a hill. Um, you know, people climbing up a hill to to take a sled, and you know, a lot of it is really just about a mindset of of kind mm -hmm. of enjoying the experience and kind of embracing, um, you know, that, that journey. Um, mm -hmm. I'm very curious, uh, you mentioned smoking. I, I'm kind of curious how, how this ties into to health for you and, and like how, how these things of sustainability and, and health um, are related. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I'm not a complete expert on the combination of both. But um, for example, when we decide to buy biological food, then these are often not sprayed with chemicals, for example. So apart from being more environmentally friendly, it also has health benefits. And also, for example, smoking, that's also not very good for the environment and also not very healthy. So by reducing the amount of cigarettes a day or by, by stopping to smoke completely, it is both uh, it's good for both and um, yeah I don't know the details but in case this is true when for example drinking from a plastic bottle um, causes to have some microplastics uh, uh, causes drinking some microplastics then it might be better for health reasons to drink tap water depending on where you live because I'm aware that it's not possible to drink tap water everywhere um, for example and um, I'm sure there are many other things like um, e eating a lot of vegetables more than eating meat, for example. Eating vegetables is very healthy, um, etc. So, yeah, I think it also has many uh, benefits. Yeah, I think it's very um, it's very interesting how positive changes tie all together. Like, you know, it helps your health, but it also helps you psychologically as well. And it's, it's just all, it's so intertwined and combined. That's, it's very mm -hmm. interesting. Um, yeah. I'm genuinely really inspired by your background. I mean, you've got, it's so rich. You've got so much going on in, in your past. So I'm wondering what are the things we should look, be looking forward to in your next steps? You know, maybe 2021, 2022, what are, what's next? Yeah, so um, currently I'm um, working on a second course on how to reduce waste or even go zero waste if you would like to. And um, also sharing principles that make it easy to do so. And again, also not focusing on being perfect, but just inspiring and giving opportunities to make a positive difference. And especially in a way that works for you. And um, I'm planning and thinking of doing a third course or a fourth. I don't know when exactly I will do it, but one on um, climate anxiety, because I noticed that even though I'm working with it every single day, I hardly have any climate anxiety. 
So I'm planning on sharing my experiences, why I believe that I don't have these, this anxiety and sharing this knowledge so that hopefully that helps you and others to also not have this uh, anxiety. And I will continue making more courses um, with future topics that will come up um, on the way. And I'm also already um, joining like today um, with you in podcasts and other opportunities to inspire others life because for me, it's also very important to connect and I love to connect with people from all around the world because this loving relationship that we can have that way is for me also a very important basis of my work. And um, I want to keep on doing that as well in speaking opportunities. Yeah, that's very, very excellent. Yeah, I, I think uh, it is very important that the whole aspect of, of stress, I think there's there's a lot of resistance in the U.S. in particular to um, living more sustainably because there's there's a perception by a lot of people that um, these things are like there's a greater agenda that's being pushed on them and that you know the U.N. wants everybody to eat insects. Um, you know, it, it gets a little bit um, I guess conspiratorial or whatever. But um, I'm kind of curious, um, like how how you. Um, Actually, by the way, I think eating insects would be pretty cool. It, it's, it's really expensive to do that where I'm at, but um, unless you just go dig around and know what you're eating. But um, what are just some, I guess, give us a taste of, of how you uh, can, can keep the levels of stress down. Because I know that is a major thing for a lot of people who are under mm -hmm. lockdown and, and just worrying about the state of the, the planet. Yeah. So for me, what is very important in daily life is to have a good well, let's say connection with my body, because my body tells me a lot about how I feel, what is right for me, what is not right for me. And by working a lot and making all these posts and sharing all these things, it gives me energy. At the same time, I also take time off to do, for example, relaxation exercises. I go for a walk or a run almost every single day because the sunshine uh, makes me feel good as well. Um, and having this right balance between giving and also taking, that is um, very important. And for me, taking action is also making a huge difference because by taking action, I have all these wonderful experiences like talking to you now and um, walking, work, working on courses. As I shared before we started um, that I'm working on a course now, I just love doing this and that makes me feel really good. And I don't know what's going to be the case in the future and how climate change and so on is going to develop. But by knowing that today I do everything I can to make this positive difference, that makes me feel really good. And I will never ever, ever be able to blame myself for not having done enough to make this difference. So these are a few examples that make me feel really good every single day. Yeah, be, being proactive instead of instead of reactive. Yeah, it's, it's huge. Yeah, exactly. Because when I feel that I'm not able to make a difference, then I feel lame, lamed, and um, I feel helpless. And this helplessness indeed doesn't make that drains a lot of energy. And by being proactive, it gives me energy. Yeah, so I agree. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to um, uh, your courses on um, 
saving money because I think a lot of people as they feel forced into this lifestyle, you know, whether or not there's an agenda behind it or not, it, you know, a lot of these things, they really do help us too. And um, just kind of, um, yeah, just sort of embracing the fact that we really do need to make changes because what, what's been going on for so, so many years is just really mm -hmm. not working. Um, mm -hmm. But for us as individuals too, um, and by the way, for those listening, the, the first, um, there, there's two courses that I saw on your website right now. And um, the first one is, is completely free. So, um, and, and we'll put links to that. Um, so you can go and, and check those out. Um, do you have, do you have any more thoughts, any kind of uh, anything else you wanted to cover? Yeah. So one thing that um, comes up is um, that I would like to share that um, by living more environmentally friendly, um, I thought it would make my daily life more sustainable, but it has meant so much more, which beforehand I wouldn't be able to dream of. And I feel so much more fulfilled in my daily life. I feel so much better. I feel that I really make a difference to our world. And um, that's why I invite everyone to just make a start with these small things and see how it's going, because maybe there are many more advantages that you didn't think of beforehand that you will only recognize when you have made a start of, or have continued doing more when you already made a start in the past. Do you think you're ever going to run out of, of ideas uh, for the future? I don't, well, it depends when I do this for 30 years, maybe I do at some point, but I do know that I will definitely be able to double my 365 sustainable decisions challenge. And um, it is very likely that even after that, I will be able to keep it up because there's so many ways and the more I do, the more I see. So mm -hmm. that's very excellent. Well, it has been such a pleasure talking with you. Um, and, uh, I, I want to make sure that everybody can find out where you are. Uh, how do they find your website? How do they find you on social media? Yeah, I invite you to visit uh, sustainabledecisions.eu. So sustainabledecisions.eu. And you can find everything there. So it's a good starting point. You can find the courses. You can find my blog. You can find all my social media handles. You can also find the Sustainable Decisions Challenge book and ebook. So that's the easiest way to get started. And I found you through following you on Twitter. What, how do people find you on Twitter and Instagram? Yeah, so uh, my Twitter handle is Airline G, so E-R-L-I-G-N-G. And my Instagram is Airline, so my first name, E-R-L-I-G-N. V uh, VG, sorry, I'm getting <laughs> a bit confused with all the languages I'm speaking. <laughs> um, so VG after my first name. Okay, awesome. Well, everybody go check out all of um, Airline's amazing work and a lot of awesome things to come. If you're feeling uh, discouraged as you try to live a more sustainable life, uh, there are just tons and tons of ideas, uh, both little and, and big, that you can um, start doing today. And um, Airline, once again, it's been so awesome to talk to you. And for everyone out there, um, just want to remind you, uh, this is being sponsored by naturehub.com. So go check out naturehub.com. Uh, it's a platform for helping you to live more sustainably and more healthy. And um, 
So if you have any ideas for future uh, episodes, uh, feel free to send us a message. That would be hello at naturehub.com, or you can leave a comment in this video or podcast link. So thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, stay awesome wherever you are. Hope you're doing right, great, and um, we'll see you next time.